Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 142. This episode is brought to you by All About Learning Press. When we were struggling so much in our homeschool with spelling and teaching it to our dyslexic child, we stumbled upon All About Spelling, and I am so thankful we did. And now I like to tell everyone who is starting out homeschooling or struggling with spelling, even if you don't have a child with dyslexia, this program will help absolutely everyone. It is awesome, and we highly recommend it all the time, which is why I'm sharing it on the podcast. But if you want to get a little flavor about what All About Learning Press has to offer, go to 41more.com forward slash spelling. And when you get to their site, you can click on the free resources tab and go ahead and download their winter reading bundle. You can get a little flavor for it, use it in your homeschool and see if you like it. That's 41more.com forward slash spelling and look for the free resources tab. Welcome to episode 142. Today, we're chatting about three home management tips for homeschool moms. Because last episode, we talked about how to take the stress out of homeschooling, and we talked more about your role as a homeschool mom. Today, I wanted to talk about those other areas that sometimes we don't chat about on these homeschool podcasts because we're so focused on homeschooling itself. But we all know we have to still feed the kids. We still have to keep the house in order. And so there is a lot on our plate and there's a lot to juggle. But I wanted to bring three actionable strategies that you can put into practice even this week, even this next month, even as you reset for the new year. Here are some really good home management tips to bring into your home and hopefully get rid of some of the stress or overwhelm and have a more productive year. Now, we all know that managing our home includes managing the emotions of those inside our four walls. Yes, some of our kids are highly sensitive children and parenting them can be very challenging. And so before we talk about our actual home and actual meal planning and all the physical aspects, let's just talk about our role as a mom. And if you haven't heard episode 104 with Megan Jackson, I really hope you'll listen to that, especially if you suspect that you have a highly sensitive child in your home. You're going to want to listen to her advice. Megan is a gentle parenting coach, and so her website has a lot of resources for you. But I wanted to pull out one tip from our chat with her on episode 104 that I thought would give you some encouragement in your parenting right now. So what do we need to know if we're parenting a highly sensitive child? What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? So for a highly sensitive child, you're going to find that they too are more aware of subtleties, the sensitive smells, the clothing. If they're having meltdowns and you're trying to get them ready to go outside and it frustrates you, try to show a lot more empathy. Mm. Um, 
But they also have some amazing superpowers that we often forget about. They have a great emotional awareness, great empathy, passion, a sense of justice and fairness. They're the ones that see beauty in random things like rocks and feathers on the ground. Like they appreciate the small small things and they're deep thinkers. And when we take time to appreciate those things about your children, uh, that is a huge thing that you can do to help them. Other things that help with parenting is um, okay. calm yourself. When you are calm, it helps them to calm down. So if you are struggling with that, try not to, like they really do well with gentle parenting. If you've heard of the term positive parenting or peaceful parenting, any type of thing like that, a calm, gentle approach is really going to help them as well as a regular strong routine because they're not guessing what's coming next. They know what comes next. So that's one less anxious thought that they have. And then trying to work with their sensitivities. It might take a little bit of time to figure out that wearing socks inside out with, gets the seam away from their toes mm. or wearing tight leggings under snow pants or shorts under snow pants versus bunchy stuff. You know, you have to work with it. And then, um, so consider your environment. Do you have a lot of smells, lights, sounds, the music always on, the TV always on? Calm as much as you can for your child and then offer a whole lot of empathy. Okay, jumping into our role then as a homemaker and needing to get food on the table and make sure our family is taken care of, especially in the event of an emergency. I know it's almost 2022 and we're still dealing with supply chain issues around here. So, you know, maybe your mind is going where mine is and thinking, I really need to be prepared. Um, I'm laughing because last Christmas we dubbed it the prepper Christmas and I got everyone's stuff that we would need in the event of an emergency. I'm kind of thinking that that theme should be continuing this year. But along those lines, one of my favorite people to talk to is Karen Morris. And she's a homeschool mom just like you, but she specializes in prepping. Karen was on episode 106. We talked about prepping 101. And she has an awesome, very practical book called A Year Without the Grocery Store. Her story is super interesting. So if you missed that episode with Karen, you're going to want to listen to it because her family lived through some intense emergencies happening in their town. It seemed like everywhere they moved, there was another national emergency. And it got her realizing that she needed to be prepared to be able to take care of her family, even if she couldn't get to the grocery store for a while. And so I've really been taking Karen's tips and using them in my own home to really make sure that we are ready in case we can't get groceries for a little while to make sure my family will be fed. And I know you're going to love listening to the episode with Karen and getting her book as well. But I wanted to pull out one actionable tip that you can try today. So here's what I pulled out from that conversation I had with Karen Morris. Now, we talked about the money a little bit, and you mentioned some really good ways to keep it inexpensive. So maybe you can give us a few more tips on that. And especially, I was really interested reading how you said 
Um, in a pinch, you can provide your family with a year's worth of food storage for only $160 per person. And that was like blew my mind because we have a family of seven as well. And when you're adding up how much you need for all these people, especially when they're teenagers and they eat like adults, yes. you're like, yes. this is, this is going to cost me a fortune. So maybe you can walk us through a few of your ideas there about keeping it, you know, reasonable anyway. What, what, what do you have for us? So the thing that I suggest is if you have absolutely no food storage at all, I suggest you start with a bean soup mix. Now you can get them at Walmart. You can get it at, you know, your, your regular grocery stores. You can get it at Costco. You can get it at Kroger's. Um, but I get mine from Azure Standard because I can get a 25 pound bag of bean soup mix right now. The last time I checked, it was $35, which really isn't a big deal. Um, overall. Now, what I do is I suggest that you get a hundred pounds of bean soup mix per person, and then you get spices for it. And that together will cost you about $160 per person, but it should feed one person for a year if you had to. Yes, you're going to hate it. Yes, it's going to get boring, but you're going to have nourishment. And that is the number one concern with food and food storage. So that's my biggest tip is to start with bean soup mix, but don't forget the spices because if you do, oh my goodness, it's it's not going to be palatable. Mm-hmm. So the bean soup mix and the spices. The other thing I would say is buy in bulk. Get your bulk oatmeal, get your bulk rice, get your bulk beans, um, your bulk peas. There's just so many different things. Get your bulk pasta. Um, you can buy bulk pasta from the LDS stores. Uh, and or other stores in five-gallon buckets. So get your bulk foods. Those are going to be the biggest bang for your buck for the least amount of money. So that is how I would get started. But if you have nothing and you're starting to panic and you want to get something, start with just try every month to do, uh, you know, to do that bean soup mix for one person for your family every month until you have enough for your whole family for a year. I really love Karen's tips. She is so knowledgeable. We had her in the Homeschool Mom Collective membership as well to help us out with some prepping and pantry organization and meal planning. So, hey, if you want to join the collective, you can join us for a dollar with the coupon code dollar trial by going to 41more.com forward slash membership. But seriously, Karen has so much to share and it's just, it's just gold. It's just gold. What she has to share is going to help your family in the event of an emergency. And if not, it's going to help you save save money and be more prepared just for normal everyday life. So you don't have to run to the grocery store every time you think you're out of something because your pantry will be well stocked and organized. So as we wrap up, I wanted to give you your third tip for home management. And this one has come out of a life lived with a ton of moves. Um, We have just moved so many times over our married life. And I got pretty good at packing for the moves ourselves and, you know, unpacking and organizing and reorganizing new homes and that kind of thing, even with a bunch of kids. And so in episode 119, it's a short episode. I shared my number one decluttering tip and I especially think this is helpful at this time of year as we put the Christmas decorations away pretty soon and as we start to prep and reset for a brand new year, no matter what time of year it is when you're listening to this, I think my number one decluttering tip, if you've never thought of this before, I think it's going to transform the way you think of decluttering. So I'm not going to mention it here because episode 119 is only 10 minutes long anyway. So I'm going to just link to it in the show notes and let you head over there for my decluttering tip that I 
think it will help you a lot in your role as a homemaker because here's the thing. We know that if we're dealing with a decluttered and chaotic house, that's going to spill over into stress and chaos in our homeschool. Most kids can't handle a cluttered environment. Most kids need organization and just calm, right? And so, and especially our highly sensitive kids, what Megan was talking about there with parenting a highly sensitive child, you know, especially our kids with ADHD, you know, they're going to have a hard time if things are, are chaotic. So it is really important. It might think of, we might think of like decluttering and organizing as, well, that's not super important. We need to focus instead on the academics, but it is important for most of our kids to have a calm atmosphere where they can learn. So I hope these three tips have helped. If you want to listen to the whole episode, I will link to all of them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 142. This is our last episode of the year. So next time it'll be a new year. I hope you have a very happy new year. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.